Hi, this is Dennis McCarthy. I'm an artist in the OSR. Uh, some of you may know me as Gwithaint or Gwithaint.ny, as I'm found on Instagram and various other social media. I have been involved in gaming since 81, when I got hold of the Magenta Box and the Player's Handbook. I played a lot of different versions of D&D, at least I did up until the mid-90s. Um, played a lot of other different systems, and I eventually settled down on a skill-based system. Not very OSR of me, but GURPS has been around for quite some time. I started playing it heavily around 88, and in one iteration or another, I've played a variety of different settings and types of game, and I currently have been running for the past five years um, a GURPS Dungeon Fantasy game over on our rpol.net. The game is called Northport. And a lot of my writing uh, focuses around that. Um, I've done illustrations for um, Tim Short's The Manor, for um, John Stater's Blood and Treasure 2nd Edition, and a lot of his Nod zine. I've done stuff for Blue Home. Um, and I've got and oddly enough, for Avenger Satanus, who happens to have just bought some of my stuff, as had Kazmir Abansky. I'm not the biggest fan of that corner of the net. However, I like a good random table when I see one. Um, I produce a lot of work, which is available early to my Patreons, for Patreon slash Gwithaint. And I have got a style that I think was influenced heavily by Sutherland, um, Russ Nicholson, and um, Trampier. Now, that, I mean, you really want the Trampier of this generation, you've got um, Matthew Ray. He's kind of got that. And uh, Russ is still around <laughs> and still kicking out amazing work, but I am very much operating in that category. I do a lot of black and white work, largely because my um, rather limited Photoshop skills only allow me to clean up black and white, and my school was a little bit too far behind on the, on the tech to get us well-trained in doing digital color. Um, I mean, I, I still use MS Paint to do a pixel-by-pixel -pixel cleanup, so I'm not good at producing easily modifiable um, color work, although I've got a lot of acrylic painting out there. Like, for example, the um, purple worm scene that is the um, keeper's screen for Blood and Treasure. There are a few other pieces I've got out there as well. I take commissions, and my process is usually I'll work with a source image in pencil, overlay it in um, .38, and uh, 1.0 uh, density um, gel pens by um, uh, G2s by Pilot and um, scan it, clean it, get all the pencil marks out and that's it. Um, I would love to be able to pair this with some images and I'll probably do that on my work. Um, the other thing I've put out is um, I wrote an adventure for uh, Swords and Wizardry Continual Light, partly because um, Eric Tanker had gone and used something like 12 of my illustrations for that book. Um, you know, why not? I'm featured for that. I was commissioned to do the Dragon Mouth uh, image there, the, the party meeting up, 
and um, it, it's a very easy system to use. I like easy systems, although I do like my crunch, but it's also a matter of um, finding something that you can get people to play quickly. Now, my old gaming group, I would probably use something that's really close to AD&D if we get together, and there's been some noise about that. And we'd probably use Swords and Wizardry Complete or something of that nature that everyone can download quickly since not all of us have got our books anymore. Um, I have run um, an adventure I've written, which was originally designed to be a crossover between Dungeon Fantasy role-playing game powered by GURPS and um, Swords and Wizardry Continual Light. The issue being is that um, not too many people in the OSR are used to um, level-based level systems with random attributes are that inclined to approach a point-by system. And the question is whether or not a 3D6 system is going to be able to do many of the feats and um, actions that are normally uh, performed in a simpler system. And, you know, it's got skills and things, and there's always that big argument about player skill versus character skill. And why do thieves have percentages? Why why is there an open doors role? That kind of thing. I like uh, skill-based systems because combat's a skill and so is everything else. Um, It's just a matter of, in in my games, the the more description you give, the more role-play you give, the more effective your die roll is going to be. And that kind of holds true with a lot of people. I I grew up with the old systems. I had Thacko memorized for most of the classes we played. You know, but I kind of like the Lionel Kafka 5% charts because it let people who are crappy not start at the same level as the people who are supposed to be professionals. You know, in Swords and Wizardry Continual Light, everybody had the same hit roll. And the magic user could, you know, do two attacks around and things like that. And wasn't at any kind of penalty. I like low-level play. There's something about it when the risk is that high and everything seems kind of new. And you're not just, you know, walking through like a superhero. I mean, I tried 4E at one point, but the characters felt too comic book for me. You know, having four head dice at first level and three powers plus spells. No, it's it's a bit much. I like the idea of someone starting the zero to hero track and someone starting weak. So I came up with... um, rules to bring the scale the point scale down for um dungeon fantasy down to a zero to first level range kind of uh dungeon classics kind of way and and that's how um beneath the fallen tower came about which is available on drive through and i've run it in a convention setting with under both swords and wizardry light rule continual light rules and with my 75-point um, Dungeon Fantasy characters. Now, just so you know, the, the baseline character a point assumption for uh, Dungeon Fantasy is 250 points, which is roughly the equivalent of something in the range of 5th um, to 8th level um, AD&D. Your characters are quite competent at what they do, but they can get overrun, and most... Uh, 
easy opponents or, you know, the, the kind of five attacks per round you have against uh, somebody under a hit die, it's got that kind of feel to it. And as much as I enjoy playing a character who is good at what they do, I like being able to see what it's like when you're struggling. So 75 points is mm, just about first level. The 62-point um, characters that um, Peter Delorto has got in uh, DF15 Henchman, which is a great supplement if you're in the DF line at all, pick that one up. It's a great idea for how to build characters who are half-strength or quarter-strength compared to these superheroes that it starts with. And I like playing at those levels. I run a game where uh, characters are about 125 points, and it feels like 3rd edition GURPS did for, with 100-point characters. Um, just potentially heroic, kind of getting there, sort of first to third level, not quite there at full strength yet, able to take a couple of hits and able to get through things, but struggling and appreciating the struggle. That's the thing. If you're walking in full strength with everything you could possibly get, it's kind of hard to see where you can go. I mean, one of the characters in my regular DF game is super munchkinized, brilliantly done character. It's an ogre knight, twice as strong as the average person, heavily armored, walking around with a magical super enhanced halberd, does insane amounts of damage. There's not so many places he can go. He can get a little bit better to the point where it really doesn't matter if you're standing in front of him, you're going down. But there wasn't much space to build for him. He's a fun character to have around. I really like him and I appreciate it. The same player had built a fully weaponized bard that was insane. And um, Later on he became an NPC in the background um, and there was a story about um, the father of a daughter who ran into him, sent a bunch of assassins after him, and they ended up becoming his drinking buddies. He was really highly charismatic. But anyway, back to low-level play. Um, there is something refreshing about starting from the bottom. Um, it doesn't mean you got to be running through the funnel, which, you know, kind of runs into a... Cuisinart in uh, Dungeon Crawl Classics, but the idea of it being gritty is something I like. And I also like the idea of it being weird. Um, having a hyper-proficient um, character... Eh, when I played, the highest character we ever got was 8th. We never, no, none of us ever played the name level. We didn't try... We weren't successful at doing one-shots at, you know, 14th level characters or what have you. If you grow with the character, you know all of their capabilities. And the, the kind of low-level look is what I do a lot of my art. I'm not dueling, you know, Warhammer-looking armor on people. I, I use a lot of, I spend tons of hours on Pinterest collecting images of actual armor to work from. And I like the idea of drawing low-level characters at work. Just trying to get by. And I hope you are all getting by as well. And remember, you can support my Patreon at 
Betrayan.com slash Gwythaint, G-W-Y-T-H-A-I-N-T. And you can find me on drive-thru under Dennis McCarthy. And you can also look under Aegis Studios. Those are listed under there. There's a lot of products out there that have got my art, and yours could be one of them.